With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and good evening, everyone. This is Jacqueline Sanders, uh, known as the co-host of Technology Expresso Blog Talk Radio, and tonight I'm flying solo, but I have two wonderful guests uh, that are with me, uh, two very good friends from Atlanta BDPA. First of all, Felicia Jones, who's the president of the Atlanta BDPA chapter, and also introducing Josephine Reed, who is the head HSCC coordinator. And if you don't know what HSCC is, you will by the time this show is over. Uh, so first of all, welcome, ladies. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> well, thank you for for joining uh, joining me this evening, and looking forward to a great and informative conversation. As our listening audience knows, once a month we have Atlanta BDPA to come and talk to us about all of their uh, programs, and tonight we're going to focus on uh, HSCC. And I won't give away uh, right up front what HSCC stands for, but I'll first just let, we'll start off with some introductions. So, Josephine, could you tell us a little bit about your background and your current IT uh, role in the industry? Yes, I can. Well, I'm Josephine. Thank you for the introduction, Jacqueline. Um, I am the 2013 HSCC coordinator for BDPA, and I currently serve as a software trainer slash implementation consultant, and I've been in the IT industry for about three years now. And I originally got into IT transitioning from I'm a career in outside sales um, via my sister. She's been in IT for about 10 years now, and she kind of inspired the move. So, Wow, so it sounds like it runs in the family. That's good. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get that started. Well, that's, that's great. And Felicia, 
Um, most of our listeners, they've probably heard your voice, but go ahead and introduce yourself. And then also tell us how did you find uh, such a, a, a great resource in Josephine Reed. Uh, tell us uh, what, how that all came about. So hi, everyone. I'm Felicia Jones. I am the current president of the Atlanta chapter of BDPA. Um, I have over 17 years of experience in the IT industry where I started off as a developer um, doing lead work as a senior on uh, development projects, along with being an operations advocate, and then the various managerial roles for as a supervisor to manager, where I currently am um, at a Fortune 500 company. Um, and then <clears throat> as far as with Josephine herself, I can't take the credit for finding Josephine. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't because she's a wonderful, wonderful person. I'm just so happy we do have her heading up our program. But she was actually found and drafted by Wesley Williams, who is our former uh, HSCC coordinator. So he was able to uh, attract Josephine into the program and got her hooked with the kids. So I have to give all the credit to Wes. And 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 we have to, for those who don't know, since you, you mentioned Wes, and unfortunately Wes wasn't able to be with us tonight, he has such a, a wonderful story. Would you would you start us off, Felicia, and kind of uh, represent for Wes and, and share with our audience, uh, because you can't just say Wes's name without really kind of giving some context, and, and then we'll go into... Uh, how that hand over to Josephine and uh, where Josephine is taking the HSCC program. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so those of you in the audience who don't know Wesley Williams by now, because <laughs> he is a little <laughs> famous there. <laughs> so uh, Wesley uh, actually was a student in Tennessee, and during his high school years, uh, he says that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. So his mom um, used to get on him. He would get in trouble a lot. Um, he wasn't handling things and taking things seriously in school and, you know, getting ready to head down a path he shouldn't be. So his mom heard about this HSCC program with BDPA, and she signed him up. She didn't ask him. She told him, you're going to be attending this. So he started attending the HSCC program, uh, him and his brother, and they became heavily involved they actually uh, made the competition team and went to nationals. Uh, not only did they win first place one time, not just twice, but three times. So he likes to put that, you know, claim to fame that they was the first chapter to win multiple times in a row. So he, he takes that claim to fame. But with that program and everything, he was able to, you know, steer his uh, high school career in the right direction because at the time, he was not doing well in high school at all. He graduated with a, I believe, a 1.7 GPA. And I, I may be giving him, I may be giving him a point one more point than than yes. sure. And I'm sure he would have no problem saying it because this is a testimonial he's given himself. But um, he graduated high school, so he 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 thought for sure he would never be able to uh, advance up into college at all, that he would just be able to go to a technical school. But with BDPA, they, that's what they did. They first got him into a technical school, 
And from there, he transferred to a four-year college where he finished and had his bachelor's degree. But he didn't just stop there. He actually went on and got his master's. So he went from a student barely passing high school, doing bad grades, to now having a master's degree. And he gives all these things to BDPA and the HSCC program. So Wes decided to give back to BDPA because he truly believes in that HSCC program. He knew it worked for him, and he knew it could work for other kids. So he decided to give back, become an HSCC coordinator, and go and teach the kids. And that is what he did. And we was lucky to get him to be the Atlanta HSCC coordinator. Uh, Teresa Williams, the former president of the Atlanta chapter, she was able to talk Wes into coming and leading the Atlanta team. He did that, and under his direction, out of the four years, and I believe I'm saying this correct, out of the four years, um, the team always placed in the top five, always placed, and it was in the top five. Well, last year, he took them to number one. So the team became the HSCC champions the first time in Atlanta history, and, of course, they made history by being the only team ever in the 20-some years of the competition to um, get a perfect score in programming. So Wes himself decided to, you know, while he was on the high road, to go ahead and retire. <laughs> but, he, and, but before he retired, he found Josephine, who has been a great asset, to our students and to the program, and we know she's going to do wonderful and marvelous things because she's making this program her own. So basically, um, Wes found her, and they've transitioned over, but Wes still comes back here and there, and Sir Josephine (laughs) can tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't fully retired, has he, Josephine? (laughs) No, he hasn't, but that's great because we didn't want him to. Yes, exactly. So that's the history so Joseph- of West, Jacqueline. Awesome. And, and so, Josephine, I'm going to have you pick up the story from your perspective. So how did West approach you, and what did he tell you about the HSCC program, and, and what won you over to become the, the new coordinator? Well, initially, like I said, my sister inspired my um, transition into the IT industry. And I was a little nervous about making the switch because I majored in business marketing, so I had I didn't really have any IT background except for, you know, playing with computers and learning applications on my own. So my sister suggested that I join an organization that could help me with the transition. So she was a part of BDPA, and she said she was able to make some really good connects and learn a lot from the seminars that she had attended um, thus far since she had joined and recommended that I join and see, you know, what um, benefits it could have for me. So I came to a meeting, and it was a little bit challenging at first because I traveled for work, but I was finally able to make it to a meeting. And um, during the presentation that I sat in on, Wesley Williams was presenting. And he was talking about how wonderful the kids were in the HSCC program and specifically highlighting their journey to the national championship or the national competition, rather. 
and he was just talking about how this was last year, the year 2012, how that was the year of Atlanta, and this was going to be the first year that they brought home that national title. So I'm a really competitive person, so he's drawing me in with every word from his presentation because, of course, he's passionate about the program and about the kids. And then I'm a competitive person myself, and I'm really passionate about working with youth as well, specifically high school um, students. So I was like, okay, this would be a great opportunity for me to kind of get plugged in. So I waited until his presentation was over and the meeting concluded. Then I approached Wes at the end of the meeting and told him where I was and what my aspirations were and how I loved working with kids and would like the opportunity to assist him, you know, as a volunteer. So I kind of came in on the tail end of things, but I did get an opportunity to interact with the students and the instructors, and it felt good being in the classroom with the students, and I loved how committed and dedicated not only Wes was, but how dedicated and committed the instructors and the students were to winning that national competition. So it kind of felt like right at home. So um, they went on to win the championship, so that was awesome, and then – or the competition, I keep saying championship because the final four just concluded, so excuse me. But um, I came back the next year and I told Wes that I wanted to continue volunteering, and he asked me if I would like to come back as a coordinator. Kind of took me by shock a little bit, but (laughs) I thought that it would be a great challenge and it was an opportunity for me to stick around and um, work with the kids as well as evolve my career um, as an IT professional. So. That's how the switch was made. And, again, Wes would love to say that he retired, but he still comes around. He still is always available because he loves the kids and because he's passionate about what he knows the HSCC can do for for the kids. So, I, I, I love that. I, and, and I really like your, your story because, first of all, it resonates. With, first of all, you were in transition um, and – the second thing that I like is that you just didn't stand in the background. You got active, you approached him, um, and now you're an active participant in the organization. And, Felicia, how many times do we tell people the, the way to get the most out of the organization is you, you've got to participate. You've got to just jump in. And, and sometimes you've got to, you know, um, get out of your comfort zone. So all of that, I think, is a, is a great testament. Um, so let's talk about the program then. So for those who have never heard of HSCC, what would you say to, to both students and to their parents? What is HSCC? So the HSCC stands for the High School Computer Competition Program. It's a program where the instructors teach the kids how to create and build web applications using the program languages HTML, CSS, PHP, and SQL. So a lot of those um, web applications that you are using on a day-to-day basis, whether it's you going to Amazon to purchase everyday needs for your households or whether it's you using social media networks such as Twitter or Facebook for professional or personal um, purposes, we're teaching the kids in the program how to build those web applications. Um, After seven months of training, the kids get to take all of the knowledge that they've gained and apply it in a competition setting. So this year the competition will be in D.C., August 13th through the 17th, I believe, in which the Atlanta HSCC team will be competing against other HSCC teams from across the nation. 
last year we brought home the championship, and we plan to do nothing less this year. Awesome. That is That sounds like so much fun. And, and Felicia, I'm going to ask you, you've heard some great testimonies over the years from uh, from parents and from the students. Can you share some of those sound bites of, of what parents are saying about the program, what kids say about the program? Yes, the, the parents really rave about the program itself because they said that this program itself puts their kids ahead of the other kids that are out there, especially when they're getting ready to enter into college. So, you know, before, uh, I'm going to say in the good old days, you would just only uh, apply, <laughs> you know, to the college and everything and maybe write uh, an essay as to why you uh, want to attend that college. Now you have to actually submit a resume. And a lot of colleges require that you be part of an organization. <clears throat> they require community service, so many hours you've already served. And they also look to see what else you have been doing outside of just the regular high school education. And so with this, his actual resume going into college, these kids' resumes going into college are already way ahead of the other students. They show that they're part of an IT organization already, especially if they're going to computer science field. And even if it's not the computer science field, just showing that they're part of a nonprofit organization that is given back to the community is huge to be associated with it. And then also show that they've taken their Saturdays, their time, to go in and learn something in addition. So it shows that dedication. And then also it shows that not only did they dedicate to this program, but they've actually learned something in addition that they can apply going forward. So they already have a heads up on a lot of the students if they are <laughs> in the IT um, um, major they already know a lot of the stuff, basic computer science and information technology um, information and everything that's out there. So it puts them ahead of other students, and not just from that um, technical um, um, per perspective, but also from presentation skills and being able to adopt easily and collaborate with other people and other students. So we've had students to grow in reference to their personal um, persona. Some of the parents said that their kids before were really shy and they've grown out of their shell. They're able to get up and present to others because that's one of the things we do teach them, how to get up and present in front of crowds and other groups, and also just how they collaborate and work well with other uh, people. So they, they really praise the program themselves, the parents, and then also the students. The students themselves... They, um, some of them said they never thought they would be able to program and create web applications. Um, they've actually gone out and started their own business and created web applications out there for other people and actually made money. Uh, some of our students who've gone off to college, including Georgia Tech, UGA, and that also state, they've actually um, been able to make money and pay for their own books their first semester. So the kids themselves rave about it, and then, of course, the parents. The parents love it. Absolutely. And, and I can attest, I've, I've seen uh, some of these young men present. They presented last year at our minority executive uh, forum, uh, and they were very comfortable. They were very relaxed. I know some adults 
that aren't as relaxed and presenting in front of a, a room full of people, a banquet hall full of people. And they did a great job. So, um, and if you want to, you know, yes, I'm plugging our uh, one of our future events, our Minority Executive Forum. Um, and I hope this year that they'll be there as well presenting and, and showing you uh, their applications so, uh, um, so that you'll get to meet some of them. But um, there's going to be another opportunity for you to meet them uh, before then, but we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Um, so, Josephine, my next question is for you. I'm going to ask you to kind of take us through the the, the program. Um, Felicia mentioned that they give up their Saturdays. So what are they doing on these Saturdays? Well, the kids come in on Saturdays, and like you said, um, that is showing their dedication and how passionate they are about learning how to um, build these applications via these languages that we're teaching them. So they come in on Saturdays, and, you know, we have a lot of students, again, who are really passionate about it. So class doesn't start until 1230, but we have several students who love doing it, and they show up early every Saturday just to interact with the other students and to interact with the instructors, whether it's about something new they learned how to do via the week or whether they have questions about the homework that was assigned the previous Saturday. Um, from 12 to 1230, the kids are learning um, how to apply the knowledge that the instructors are giving them related to the specific languages that we're reviewing. Again, the languages that we teach during the year are HTML, CSS, PHP, and SQL. We're currently teaching the kids um, PHP. So we also allow a time where we um, break for lunch. So we see the kids every Saturday. And during our lunch break, we have one of the students come up and give a, give a presentation. Usually it's something related to um, a field in computer science. This gives the students an opportunity to give, get comfortable with presenting in one another, with in front of one another. And it gives us as instructors the opportunity to contribute. Um, critique their presentation skills so that when competition comes, they will feel comfortable presenting in front of a group of peers as well as other um, IT professionals. So um, in addition to them learning the material that we have for them that Saturday, they give a presentation. And then we also, at the end of class, like to show them a video, some sort of inspiration video related to computer programming and the possibilities of where learning this skill set could take you in the future, um, whether it be in the near future or, you know, later down the line in their career. Because as we're seeing in the headlines every day, we're seeing a lot of kids that are starting to take advantage of the computer learn the computer coding education that they're receiving either um, self-taught or in a classroom setting. So hopefully we're looking forward to having one of our students be in the headlines for some amazing app or application that they have created based upon what they're learning in, in our class. That's pretty much what the schedule looks like for each Saturday in the HSCC that, program. That is awesome, and it sounds like such a well-rounded program. Um, it's not just that you're going to, you know, it's not just head down just the hard skills, the coding and the languages and that type of thing, but also giving the soft skills, but also, you know, learning to work, uh, do teamwork, working with the team. And like I said, I, I, I'm the Vice President of Education and Professional Development of Adults, and I tell you, I see all the time people still struggling with that. So if you can get that down pat uh, going into your career, just think how fast you can, uh, whether it's move up that corporate ladder or 
as Felicia mentioned, uh, you know, if you want to pursue entrepreneur uh, opportunities, um, you'll be that much further ahead. So I, I love that. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about tell us a little bit about who's in the program, what, what type, what's the age group, what grade, um, what are the qualifications even to get in the program at, from for students? Well, originally when we first started in the program, the only thing that we asked is that the students had a willing spirit because we understood that um, different people would come in with different skill levels or different um, knowledge levels related to computer programming. So we just asked that they were willing and committed to starting the program and completing the program so that they can give themselves a chance to um, grow, you know, in the inf- grow with the information that they were learning. So we have students that range from um, eighth grade, which I believe our youngest student is 13, so he's a rising high school freshman, and our oldest student is 17, and he is a senior in high school. We have about 15 students that um, come to class um, every Saturday, and it's pretty cool because these, these are some amazing students that we have in the program this year. I love it because they make the HSCC program a priority because it's something they're passionate about learning how to do, which is, you know, build these web applications. But they're also involved in a lot of other activities, but they make sure that they make time to dedicate to the HSCC program because them, as well as their parents, understand the importance of how far this um, computer programming could take them in their in their career. Awesome, awesome. And then I, I, I the, the other question, uh, the next question I have, it has two parts to it, and one I'll have you answer, and the other half I'll have Felicia answer. But it, what does it take to put this program on? And can you talk about the people and the volunteers and and the coordination effort to to put the program on? And then Felicia, after she finishes, I'd like you to talk about what does it take financially to support this type of program. So you you take us through it first, Josephine, from a coordinator's point of view. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start with the students. Um, you definitely have to have a will. Again, that will. Is they don't want to be there. They don't want to commit to time. Josephine, I want to make sure we can't hear you, but Felicia, are you still there? Yes, I am still here. Hello. Okay. Hi, Josephine. Hey, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay. So go ahead. I'm not sure what happened. Okay. Yeah, so what I was saying is um, I think it's really important that the students have a willing spirit. That's first and foremost because if, you know, if they don't want to be there, if it's not of interest to them, then they're not going to get a lot out of it. But thankfully, even if I have students who initially didn't think that they would be able to benefit from learning the languages that we're teaching, as we've evolved throughout our season this year, they've begin to develop a passion for it because they they see that it's not simply um, sitting behind a computer desk and doing computer programming. It's like giving them the ability to be creative um, in another way other than maybe using, you know, a paintbrush or something like that. So it's another way to allow them to express themselves. So I'd say first and foremost you have to have a willing spirit from your kids. Secondly, you have to have committed parents 
because we need the parents to be encouraging them to not only want to come to class on Saturday, but to do their work that the instructors give to them, you know, during the week, as well as to go beyond doing the homework that we assign to them. If it's something that they want to be great at and something they want to be passionate about, then they're going to have to do more than the homework assignments um, in order to be great in this field because, as we know, the competition is pretty fierce, especially with more people starting to um, go to school for um, computer science-related fields. And I will definitely brag on the parents as well as the students in my program because I have an awesome group of committed parents as well as students. Um, and then also I would love to brag about and send all the high praises to the instructors because it definitely takes a committed group of individuals who don't get paid to come in every Saturday, put these kids first in addition to everything else that they have going on in their lives, and it's really a priority to make sure that these kids are um, as well as prepared as possible for not only the competition, but for life outside of um, BDPA or the HSCC. They want to make sure that when they're applying to college that they have all the skill sets that they need um, related to computer programming um, professionally and personally. So I love the instructors that I work with. Could not have picked a better group of people that are committed and dedicated to seeing these kids grow and prosper um, in their careers, and like I said, as well as professionally. So it takes commitment and dedication from all parties involved, um, as well as sponsors, people who are not necessarily able to donate their time or be in the classroom in front of the kids every Saturday, but they believe in our vision and in our mission, and they want to support the kids in their development. So it definitely takes monetary sponsorship as well as um, in-kind um, sponsorship as well. So I definitely would like to say thank you to DeVry for making sure we have a comfortable learning environment for the kids to learn in every Saturday. And they're always supportive, always there to make sure that we have everything we need to to teach the kids. So it's a lot of dedication and hard work from all parties involved, but it's great when you have a team of people who kind of share in the same vision and mission and ultimately have a priority of putting the kids' development first. So that's what I'd say. Absolutely, and 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 thanks for for outlining that. And then, like I said, next I'm going to ask Felicia talk about some of the the financial support that has to happen, and and also in relationship to there's a whole general membership of uh, Atlanta BDPA, and there's professional programs for adults as well. But a lot of what we do too. It's, it's for the kids. You know, we're, we're also raising money on that end to support the kids. Um, so talk to us and, and um, share with the listeners how they can help support this great program. So, Jacqueline, you know, I, I love to speak about this aspect of the organization because, uh, of course, we are a nonprofit organization putting on these great programs that you heard about, uh, the HSCC for our students, and then, of course, for our adults as well, uh, whereas we just had a professional development boot camp um, last month in March that, Jacqueline, you yourself coordinated on the your area of education and professional development, and it was a great success. So I, I do want to uh, commend you and thank you for that successful program that we had for the adults um, uh, that was out in our community. But for the overall program itself, for everything we do uh, with BDTA, including the adults programs, the student programs, to our, just our general operation, 
we're trying to raise $55,176 this year. That is what it takes to put on these wonderful programs and do all the events that we're doing. Um, there are various ways that we have that people can actually donate to our programs. Uh, they can actually donate according to the actual event itself through monetary donation. They can do through United Way and have the companies to match um, any of the monies that they do donate to the chapter itself. Then, of course, they can do in-kind donations themselves, whereas <clears throat> they will, you know, go ahead and um, sponsor the kids. Um, uh, the bride does a great job with the in-kind donation, as Josephine uh, indicated for us, providing us a technology center where the kids actually have a place to learn and actually um, do their work and everything along with our costs and who provides a server for us to be able to utilize for the kids to upload their homework and their different tasks that they have to complete along with instructors um, uh, putting different information out there for the kids to go back to and refer to. Um, for the kids program itself with HSCC, for that program it takes $21,325 to run. And everyone thinks, oh, $21,325, you know, what is that going towards? That's going towards a lot of things. That goes towards the, the Saturdays that the kids are up there. We provide lunch to them. Every Saturday we're feeding the kids. And, of course, being a nonprofit organization, <laughs> where would you get the money for that? So we want to make sure they're well fed so that, you know, they can continue to learn and absorb the information that is being given to them. We also uh, use money to actually send them to a competition. So in order for them to be able to utilize the skills that they've learned and be able to compete in the national competition, which will be held in Washington, D.C. this year in August, from August 14th through the 17th, we have to actually, you know, purchase plane tickets. We got to actually pay for their hotels, their meals, uh, to actually get them to the competition, so that they can go ahead and utilize those skills that they've learned um, over these past months. Um, also, that money goes towards scholarships. We would like to reward uh, the students with scholarship money. Um, not only do they compete in a national competition for scholarship money, we want to locally recognize the students here and reward them with, you know, $500 scholarship each or maybe 1000 depending upon how much money we get in donations. We also use um, the monies to actually um, do other activities, and we'll have Josephine to talk about that later. But... Um, we, we try to keep them well-rounded, not just them academically learning things. We try to, you know, grow them past that and have some fun activities. Uh, if there's any way that we can take them to a game, like a Braves game or a Hawks game, through a donation of tickets from a company, we would love to do that. Or if there's some special um, show or something that's coming into town, like um, – the bodies exhibit, which is still an educational thing we would like the kids to attend, we would, you know, use monies for that. But, you know, it, it just takes a lot to go ahead and put on these programs. You know, we, we try to ensure and instill not just the technical part into the kids, but, you know, just the whole overall well-rounded 
part of them. Let them have fun. Let them know that it's not just you're here learning this technical stuff. You're here to have fun, too. And um, we want to make that possible with the program that we have. But it takes money. It takes money. It takes $21,325. And I'm able to say that down to the dollar because, of course, you know, making sure that we're looking at the budget uh, from the last year and what it would take this year uh, to make things happen. Um, but we we really need the people's support on this. Um, we have had several companies to go ahead and provide donations to the kids. We have Macy Systems Technology. They've been a big supporter of the high school students in our program. So they've actually are a sponsor this year. We, of course, as we stated, the in-kind donations from DeVry and, of course, Al Coston. They continue to support us through those in-kind donations, but we still need the monetary money. Uh, even if someone just go ahead and donate $35, that will help pay for the lunch of those 15 students for that Saturday. $35 will feed our 15 students on a Saturday. So just think, if you were to give $70, that's two Saturdays, two lunches that you could feed 15 students with. I know I sound like one of those infomercials where, <laughs> you know, you can feed, you know, a kid for several months for $14. But it's, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. $35, you know, that that's not much, especially if you're feeding 15 kids. And you know that it's going for a great cause. You know it's, it's, it's helping to, you know, um, um, you know, keep them going and keep them uh, continuing to learn on that Saturday. But any amount we'll take, and um, we always donate any time. You don't have to wait till there's some donation drive or sponsorship drive. We take donations at any time. People can go out to our website at www.atlantabdpa.org, and you go to the Support Us tab, and if you look down on the tab, uh, you will see... Uh, where it says sponsorship opportunities, and if you click there, you can look down at the student program and sponsor if you like what you've heard so far uh, with Josephine talking about the kids. You can go and donate there, or you can just donate generally to the organization itself for the other programs that we have. But I do encourage you. I do encourage you to go ahead and support us financially. And, of course, we don't turn around any in-kind donations. And in-kind donations can be flash drives, they can be um, notepads, they can be um, actual, any tablets, because uh, I think that would be a good thing for them, right, Josephine, if they had tablets, or, you know, if you want to donate money towards the server or the software for the server, we can take that too, correct, Josephine? Yes, we will definitely welcome those donations. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I can I can give I can testify on you know for Felicia and, and and the whole team is that they can take a little money and make it go a long way. You don't have to worry about where is my money going. Trust me, they stretch and stretch and stretch. And Felicia is the master at it. Uh, but but it would be nice to have to to give the kids a little bit of extra and also to have some wiggle room and and not at the last minute you know, be down to the wire wanting to make sure that the, the children can travel safely and get and stay and, and take accommodations and so on and so forth. 
So it, it is really in, important. Um, and, and speaking of that, let's let's talk about. There's actually in, in uh, Josephine, I believe there's two trips. There's the regional, and then there's the national. So could you share with our audience uh, what these two e- big events are about? And I, I'm sure it's very exciting for for some of the students to to, to travel with their their team to these locations. So could you talk about those two big events? Yes, so we have the regional competition, which is in early June this year in Columbia, South Carolina, and that's where the students will go and compete against the teams from the southeast region, um, from the HSCC teams from the BDPA chapters in the southeast region. Um, They'll get a chance to apply all of the, you know, material that they've learned up until this point in the program and compete against other teams. the Atlanta chapter did win first place in the regional competition as well as the national competition last year. So um, that is a really exciting platform for the students to go and showcase what they learned. Um, they also have the national competition, which as which Felicia mentioned earlier, is going to be in Washington, D.C. this year in August, and that's where the students go and compete against other um, teams from across the U.S. and um, other BDPA chapters with applying those, you know, the web applications that they had an opportunity to build and work on throughout the year in that competition setting. It's pretty intense for the kids. Um, It's pretty much an all-day event, but it's a time for the kids to go and showcase everything that they've learned throughout the year thus far. And we're looking forward to um, competing on that platform. And, and right now, uh, according to the funds that we uh, have, which is not too many at all, um, currently we're at about $1,000 in our HSCC funds. And that money right now is currently being used to actually provide lunches for our students. So the regional competition itself is looking very bleak. And that's something we do want our kids to experience, to be able to go to that competition. And, of course, you know, we're the reigning champion for the past two years. So, of course, we want to go and defend our title again at the regional competition. But that's looking very, very bleak according to our funds. And even for us to attend the national competition, because the national competition, in order for us to attend that, that's going to be about $7,700 to be able to take a team of four students uh, to that national competition. So as you know, I stated, we have about $1,000 currently in our HSCC funds, and that is actually going to you know, feed our students their lunches because we want to make sure they're fed. Uh, we're going to make sure we educate them and they're fed, and if they have to forego going to the regional competition, of course, the national competition, we will forego that. Uh, but we're definitely going to continue to teach them, and they will get to learn how to create web-based applications so they can be able to take that education with them and, you know, further on their high school, college, and uh, professional career. But, of course, um, I'm going to ask that if you go ahead and donate, at least donate for the lunches that will help save the monies that we do currently have in the fund. But, of course, we want you to help get our students to the national competition so that Atlanta can go and defend its first time ever first place championship so we can come back and brag again because, as we know, ATL is, you know, number one. It is the best in the U.S. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things, and this is going to tie into the the, the other topic that I want to lead into, um, is that the people listening to this, you have to understand, these are these kids work hard. They're they're dedicated. They're giving up their Saturdays. Um, trust me, kids. There's a lot of kids who are doing a lot less on their Saturdays. But these kids are coming. They're they're learning. They're getting homework, um, and they're they're absorbing it. These are they're sponges. And don't take my word for it. First of all, go and look at the AtlantaBDPA.org website. You'll see some of the the pictures. And and as you can see, you know, as they're standing there with their suits and ties and uh, holding their their winnings from last year. They're very proud. It's a very diverse group that uh, have worked together and bonded. Um, you can tell uh, when they when they all come together, when this year when everybody came back together and parents came. So for all their hard work and dedication, uh, we don't want them to have to worry about, are they going to be able to go to regional? Will we have the money to send them to national? Um, let's, make, let's make sure and ensure that uh, their hard work, and their commitment is, is rewarded um, with a little bit of support, just some financial support. So can't emphasize that enough. The second way to meet these kids uh, is at the annual HSCC picnic. So I'm going to ask uh, Josephine, would you talk to us about the HSCC picnic? What is it? When is it? Where is it? Of course. I'm really excited um, to have our annual HSCC picnic, and what that is is it gives the students an opportunity to kind of decompress and get away because we all know, not just in the world of IT, but just as working adults, sometimes you have to kind of relax and release and kind of get away from work and just go out and enjoy life or enjoy nature. So what we want to do is give the students an opportunity to interact with one another outside of the classroom to try to develop their um, team camaraderie, as well as give the sponsors, the parents, and other supporters of the HSCC program an opportunity to meet the students and get to know who they are outside of being awesome young um, coders. So it is going to be at Wade Walker Park on April 20th, and it's going to start at 12 o'clock, and it will end at 5 and although we're giving the students a chance to kind of decompress and kind of get away from behind a computer, it is still a competition program, so we're going to keep that theme consistent with the activities that we have um, planned for the students. So the students will have an opportunity to kind of introduce themselves to all of the people who attend, again, including the sponsors, the parents, their friends, um, and other BDPA members as well. Um, they'll get a chance to compete in activities against each other. We'll have some games set up where they can challenge the coaches, so maybe they want to get back at the coaches for some of those homework assignments that they've received throughout the year so far. And we'll also have some activities set up where we will call on volunteers to participate from, um, you know, such as our sponsors and our parents as well so that they can get involved and be engaged in our activities as well. So it's definitely going to be competitive, but it's going to be fun, but it'll be a social atmosphere, too, so that people can get to know each other outside of being um, in the classroom. So we'd like everybody to come to um, interact with us and make sure you bring your sunscreen, your bug spray, because we know this is Georgia, 
and this is April, and we can tell by the weather. I'm here over the last couple of days that it's probably going to be hot. So bring some comfortable shoes and bring your competitive spirit, and I think it'll be a good time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. And, Felisa, uh, please jump right on in. And and, I, and yeah. tell us also about how long the – this is – we've been doing the picnic for a while, so maybe you can give us some history as well. Yeah, I, I believe this is our fourth, maybe our fifth. I think it's our fifth annual HSCC uh, um, picnic. And actually this started under Wes. Um, and, of, of course, you know, like Josephine said, she's competitive, so I'm, I'm sure she's going to start something different outside of this picnic, I think, with the activities <laughs> and the games that she's coming up with. <laughs> you know, love that competition. So even though Wes started this picnic, I know Josephine got some first that she's going to be doing at this picnic, so I'm, I'm looking forward to all those activities, Josephine. Um, but it, it started uh, as Josephine Stated, you know, uh, Wesley, he was, you know, in the classroom with the kids saying, hey, you know, we're doing all this hard work. We want to give them a chance to decompress, to let their hair down, to, you know, stop thinking about the code itself, and just have a good time to, to basically give them a break. So that's how the actual picnic started. So it was a one-time shop. After that, everyone enjoyed it so much and had such a great time that, it was like this is an annual thing. We got to do it every year. So that is what has happened. You know, we look forward to it. The board members, along with the uh, actual instructors themselves, and then of course one of the instructors, uh, Wayne Bolin, he has been uh, deemed the grill master. So every year he's on the grill <laughs> doing his thing uh, with all the different meats and everything. Uh, but it, it started uh, with Wesley, and we're going to continue on with this tradition. Uh, this year we do have Macy's Systems and Technology uh, who are sponsoring the actual picnic um, uh, itself along with T-shirts. You'll be able to identify the students themselves and the instructors with the T-shirts. So once you see the T-shirts, you also will be able to purchase them yourself. So we're going to use this as a fundraising activity too. Uh, so the parents, uh, along with the sponsors, the other sponsors who come out, and, of course, um, any other members of BDPA will be able to purchase the same uh, T-shirts that the students will have. And we'll have those on hand to buy at the time. So make sure you come with... Um, not only, you know, good time, coming to have a good time and everything. Also make sure you don't leave that checkbook, cash, or credit card behind because <laughs> you will have the opportunity to purchase a T-shirt on the spot. Or if you don't want to purchase on the spot, we, you can go ahead and pre-order and we'll go ahead and get the T-shirt to you. Um, and then also as a fundraising activity, we will have other T-shirts on sale from our professional development boot camp, which went over very well, and we got a lot of uh, nods on that T-shirt, and everyone was very interested in the in um, those particular shirts, so we're going to have those there. Uh, each one of those T-shirts are going to be $25 each, which is not much at all, and they are uh, signature T-shirts, one-of-a-kind, no one else will have anything like them, trust you me. Um, and, of course, you'll want to wear it with pride and um, to be able to uh, represent our chapter and, of course, our kids. 
once you see those T-shirts. Absolutely. And, and I remember from last year's uh, picnic, uh, there was food galore. So <laughs> if you want, you know, food, 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 and it, it was wonderful. Um, to, and then the other thing I do remember as well about the picnic, uh, last year, and like you said, Josephine may change things up, but there was a talent portion. And one of the young men even had a, a, a rap kind of poem that he wrote about his coding and, and his experience, and I thought that was the coolest thing. So these are some really, really cool kids, um, and, and you, you just want to come out and meet them, and once you meet them, I know you'll you'll want to support them. So that's that, and I want to put a challenge out to my uh, boot camp volunteers and uh, to the coaches as well as the participants I let everyone come out and force and represent so we can show uh, the young people, their counterparts, who are continuing their education and continuing their professional development. And you guys can uh, share some tips back and forth. But come on out and represent. And you got to see this, this awesome shirt uh, with the camouflage on it from the boot camp, and it uh, holds our career life cycle uh, motto, which is learn, grow, and achieve. So, you know, that just epitomizes uh, what Atlanta BDPA stands for, not only for the young people, but also for, for the adults. And um, I just want to, you know, our, our time is just about to, to run down. We've um, covered a lot of territory, um, and, and I'm just really excited. It's it's a great program, HSCC. Um, now, this year, I'm, I'm sure that you, you already have your students and, and have formed your team, but if someone has a, a student uh, who might be interested next year, first of all, come to the picnic. You'll get to meet uh, Josephine, Felicia, myself in person, ask questions about the, the, the program. And then next year, about what time should they start applying, Josephine, if they want to participate next year? Um, well, since the popularity of the program is growing, especially because it's just an awesome program, but we are now national champions. So I would definitely um, start heading to that website around that September, October time frame because we are only, just because of the class size, we are only able to have 30 students in the class initially when the program begins. So I would try to get in as soon, the sooner the better. Because we had a lot of students that wanted to join the program this year, but we had already reached our cutoff date. So I definitely head to that website around that September, October time frame so that you'll be all set for kickoff in January. And Josephine, you want to give them our site um, website, the student website? Yes. So I would have everybody go to the Atlanta um, BDPA.org website and they can access the site website from our chapter website. Okay. And, and you mentioned, um, let's, let's talk about sites, because we've been referring to HSCC, but there's also something called sites, the S-I-T-E-S, I believe, that you're referring to. Could you um, elaborate that just a little bit for those who might be new to, to the uh, organization? Okay. So sites is our program um, for our students where we expose them to different faucets of the 
IT industry, and SITE stands for Student Information Technology Educational Scholarship Program. And under that tree, we have three different programs. We have the HSCC program, which is that high school computer competition program, which teaches the kids how to code and build those web applications. And then we have ACE, which is our advanced computer education program, and that exposes students to other um, areas in the IT industry, such as um, graphic arts and designs, um, pro pro project management, um, as well as the business side of IT, and then we also had the um, the technology camp, the youth technology camp, which is where students can pick IT related research topics to present on and compete against other students from across the nation during the national competition as well. And we're actually looking for volunteers to. Okay. We, I think we had this little problem earlier. This is a live show, so sometimes you have your little glitches. Um, but um, I think she was just rounding out the, the SITES program, and I heard her say that we're looking for volunteers. Uh, but what I would say is definitely go to the AtlantaBDPA.org website, and also, like I said, come out and meet us in person and get all your questions answered and, you know, seeing is believing. So quality uh, students, quality volunteers. And, and Felicia, you're still with me? Yes, I am. So I'm going to let you have the, the closing comments to share with the audience. First of all, um, you, you talked about their financial support, and that financial support also uh, begins with uh, making sure your membership is current, renewing your membership, or uh, becoming a member. You know, there's a lot of people who stand on the peripheral, but um, it's time to commit, jump in, become a member. And so maybe share with them and, and share with them what they get as a part of their, their membership. And I'll just let you take the, the closing comments for tonight. Thank you, Jacqueline. Before I do those closing comments, I want to thank you and Technology Express so for always being you know, kind and generous with having BDPA on your uh, program. We do appreciate that par partnership for its coming on monthly, and we hope to continue to grow this partnership with Technology Express. So, so thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, with BDPA itself, as Jacqueline stated, this is a great organization. One way that you can give is to become a member of the organization. That $100 investment, which is the membership fee, is an investment into you and your career. Uh, for $100, not only are you uh, become a part of an IT organization that does great things, it also allows you to be able to assess and attend great programs and events. We have monthly programs where we have presenters talking about technical um, uh, topics that are happening in the industry today, the latest and the greatest. Um, then we also um, have them talking about different um, professional um, ways to grow yourself. And then also for the different networking events where you get a chance to go and, you know, network and rub, rub elbows and shake hands with other IT professionals in the industry itself. So that $100 is an investment in your career. And out of that $100, $50 actually goes towards our local chapter here in Atlanta. And that money is used as operating um, costs and fees to be able to put on the various programs we have. And membership is a 
huge thing that we try to encourage. And not just being a member of the organization, taking advantage of those programs, you yourself get to give back as being a member to take all that great IT industry um, knowledge and education you have and be able to give back to the community through our various programs, being a coach at our professional development boot camp, volunteering to be a actual instructor at the HSCC um, uh, program, and then, of course, you know, just being there to help mentor some of our college students as part of our college liaison program. So you yourself, you're key to this organization, you're key to helping it to grow, uh, you're key to, you know, helping us to be able to achieve our goals. And then, of course, you know, it feeds into our whole BDPA career life cycle. As I was starting to state some of that, but it's the learn, grow, achieve. And with you, uh, we will be able to do that for our chapter, and in turn, you yourself will be able to learn, grow, and achieve. Absolutely. So, and, and thank you uh, again, Felicia. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a partnership. Uh, Atlanta BDPA has been very good to Technology Express, so, and we look forward to a, a long uh, future with Atlanta BDPA and, and collaboration. So, um, and again, special thanks to uh, Josephine Reed. She's a very special woman. Uh, we're, we're very lucky and happy to to have her after we were spoiled so many years by Wes. Um, but we, we've had someone who stepped right on in and is doing an awesome job. So we appreciate her and, and just shout-outs to so many. So, um, again, we look forward to seeing you on the picnic. Give us that date one more time and location, Felicia. That's going to be Saturday, April the 20th at Wade Walker Park at 12 p.m. until 5 p.m. And they can go to our website, www.atlantabdpa.org, and click on our events tab, and they'll be able to see that. Or they can just look at the very front of the page, and it will have the information about the picnic itself. Okay. And we do need them to register. Is that correct? No, they do not need to register. The event is actually for BDPA members only. But if you like what you heard, you can actually come to the event and join and become a BDPA member, and you can attend it for free. Wow. So become a member or if you're a member and get some get some good barbecue. I'm telling you, our, our grill master, he's all that. You, you, you definitely need to come out just for that. But for that, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes tonight's show. Again, awesome um, um, conversation. Uh, enjoyed very much, uh, like I said, having Josephine and Felicia. And to all our listeners, thank you for your support, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.